something that comes up for me as a question is the ways in which uh, the left, and it's not there, it's no one's fault. It's that many of the values of capitalism have been internalized so thoroughly over hundreds of years that even the questions and the demands that are being asked within leftist politics and movements is mm-hmm. so, again, so fundamentally shaped by capital. Um, mm. And I find that's got to be one of the biggest struggles is like we can never really fully get away from that as leftists. Mm. Um, and I feel like you address that um, in your in your work. Um as you mentioned just a moment ago. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you know, I, when I, my own love and hate, not, not hate, but love and uh, um, distancing relation from Marxism, for instance, you know, that uh, in my <clears throat> early work, when I was campaigning for Wages for Housework, for example, I had a far more, if you want, positive relation. Um, and over the years, I began to become more critical of some aspects of Marxism. Mm-hmm. Um, some I completely, I, I've learned tremendously, and some I completely can subscribe to. But, for example, the relation to technology, uh, the relation to capitalist development, I think there is still part, of, substantial part of the left, that looks at capitalist development as a condition for struggle. They still historically has looked at the wage worker, the industrial work as the revolutionary subject, you know, is beginning to change. That is definitely beginning to change, but certainly this has been an element. You know, we even hear now that there are people who believe that we have to accelerate capitalist development, because in a way this accelerates the struggle, or some uh, non-critical relation to, for instance, digital technology, to the technology that we use, and not too much uncritical celebration of this technology, Uh, because it's clear that much of the devastation, the ecological devastation of the world, for example, the destruction of tons and tons of soil and, and uh, the contamination of water has to do with the production of computer, with the production of iPhones. Right? So the whole issue of uh, what are the limits of technological development, industrialization, I feel that these questions are not sufficiently you know, raised you know, with, within the left. And, uh, you know, this has become one of the themes of my discussion, because we are talking about whether it is climate change or environmental justice and, uh, you know, basically preventing, stopping this uh, accelerated destruction of the earth. We really have to face the fact of, uh, you know, a different conception of what is social wealth, you know, and a different conception of how we organize our life. And uh, yeah, this has become a, an important thing. And it's all connected with the body, you know, because today, again, I think, I think that uh, the COVID-19, you know, has been like a textbook 
because it has shown in a very graphic way, you know, the social inequality, social injustices, and also the way in which, you know, reproduction in this social system makes us much, much more vulnerable to all kinds of dangers. Because, you know, already our body have internalized, you know, incorporated so much poison have been so weakened by the contamination of the air, the contamination of the waters, you know, food that has no nutritive substance, food that comes from an exhausted earth, from an earth that is continuously forced to produce, that can produce only after injection and injection of pesticide, fertilizer, you know, chemical component, and all of this, you know, I mentioned that in Latin America, women speak of uh, my body, my territory, the body territory, mi cuerpo territorio, no? And uh, that means the continuity between us and nature, us and the land, no? Uh, women in some indigenous community of Mexico, when a child is born, they bury the placenta into the soil to signify this continuity, to signify the profound, almost sacred bond between people and the earth, you know, on which they, they walk, from which they live, right? But more and more, this relationship has become a relationship, you know, of danger, you know, because so much, you know, so much uh, destructive material is put into the earth and the body, you know? So these, these issues, for instance, beyond the periphery of the skin, we cannot have a healthy body unless we have a healthy world, you know, earth, you know? We have to clean the seas and we, can, we have to stop burning the forests, you know, and be able to breathe an air that is not contaminated in order for our body to revive, you know? And uh, we have sick bodies in a sick earth, you know? And I, I began in the first months of the pandemic, I began to look at the statistics for uh, who dies, how many people die in one year, you know? And discovered that the largest number of deaths had to do with cancer but nobody ever speaks of a cancer epidemic. Mm -hmm. you know? Whereas we should, we should have a tremendous alarm. We should have, because every year is a, is a whole population that dies and many others live miserably year after year after year because of all the continuous uh, number of cancers that are developing. You know? And I also saw the astounding number of people who die of suicide. Do you know that every year in the United States, 50,000 people die of suicide? And the number, and the younger people, the, the number of younger people is increasing. You know? So there is a, there is a, there is a, there is, a, there is a, an unease, there is a pain, there is a suffering, there is a, a that it's permeating through the social body and the body physically. 
And uh, I think this is an important opportunity and moment to reckon with it, to see that we have to change the way we reproduce ourselves at all levels. And uh, the body itself, but also, you know, the sanitary system, the, the other virus, the viruses of social injustice and racism. People now say we have two viruses, COVID and racism. And I could say sexism as well, and uh, or ageism, you know, the disregard for older people's life. You know, at least if they do not command you know, resources. You know. So this is this is now is the problematic that we have to confront. And we cannot we cannot deal, for instance, with diseases unless we, we cure the earth, unless we stop putting poison and pesticide into, into the food that we eat. The changing. So dealing with COVID is to change the organization of agriculture. Dealing with COVID is putting an end to the burning and destruction of forests. Of course, it's putting an end to the injustices and all the different forms of racism, beginning with the racism against black people. And um, that's beyond the periphery of the skin. Beyond the periphery of the skin implies also a conception of health and healthcare that is, has a very wide range, has a very, very wide range, right? They cannot just look at the cell and look, look for those anomaly cells that are then giving us cancer or giving us Parkinson or giving us something else. But we have to look at the whole at the whole body. Body meaning, you know, our as in the representation of the Renaissance individual. You know, we have to see that our our body do not end where our skins, you know, at the frontier of our skins. They are continuous, you know, with the air, with the seas, with the waters. No, and uh, and so broaden our vision of what healthcare is about.